Guess what, Lions? For as little as $5 a month, you can get access to exclusive bonus audio content and help this program grow by joining the Lions of Liberty Pride. To learn more, head over to lionsofliberty.com slash support. We met, we met him when he was shining shoes at a local <laughs> subway station, and we said, come with us. Hey, you like Liberty? Learn the ways of Liberty. What an adventure story that would be. Welcome to the Lions of Liberty podcast. Here's your host, your guide, your shining beacon of liberty, Mark Clare. Welcome, my friends. It is indeed time for another edition of Lions of Liberty, the 331st edition to be exact, which means, of course, you can find today's show notes over at lionsofliberty.com slash 331. If I was writing show notes with my hand, they'd probably be very sloppily written because I do have a few beers in front of me here because it is time for America's fastest growing, unscripted, libertarian show. That is right. It's time for libertarians in living rooms drinking liquor. And of course, I mean, I could do the show by myself. It would just be a very sad hour or so of me drinking alone and and going on rants. But I find it's a little more fun when I bring in some friends, some fellow Lions of Liberty. So I'm going to do just that, starting with the host of the now even more controversial than ever Electric Liberty Land from just down the street in Culver City. On Culver Boulevard, as a matter of fact. I won't give the number of your your household, though, just to to, to let you have a little anonymity—that's a hard word to say—anonymity. Brian McWilliams. Hello. Tune in for the next Electric Liberty Land, where I punch a baby directly in the face (laughs) for an hour of audio. For just 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 an hour, as it's I think gets mushier and mushier sounding. Every All right, and I will I will pause here to I guess we're not going to pause. I'm going to keep continue talking here about what you're drinking because we are both drinking beers from today's unofficial sponsor. We have a real sponsor you'll hear from later, um, but our unofficial sponsor from Kyle Evans at the Brickstone Brewery Company, who is nice enough to send us a sampling of his beers. I'm currently drinking. Which one do you got? I've got the APA, which I'm still trying to figure out exactly oh, what it's good. called. Good. I'm glad you have the APA because I have the Forbidden Wheat. The Blood Orange Wit is what I'm drinking uh, to start off with. I've got the uh, I've got the APA though in a I, I, in a pot with ice in it. Next did to you learn recording. that from me? Because I've been doing that for years. <laughs> I did. I took it. I took that lesson to heart because I don't have enough beer koozies to keep. All I've my been shit doing that since. Uh... The time that I left the beers in the bathroom, which Lions of Liberty Pride members may have heard on our very first uh, blooper reel that I put out. And only blooper reel because that was really <laughs> difficult to cut together. But I may do another one. If we can hit the $1,000 goal, that's my next thing. If we hit the $1,000 goal, which we are vastly approaching, we'll talk about that more in a minute. I promise to cut another blooper reel of the last year of stuff, which might be difficult. We just need to find an unpaid intern to take over listening and editing blooper reels together. I mean, what more experience do you want? Put it on your resume. You can put it on a college application. You know, you could argue you learn more working for us and learning to do podcast editing than you would at a lot of universities. Strong argument. And you might even become a cryptocurrency millionaire, which none of us are, but or become broke for it. Speaking of (laughs) cryptocurrencies, I will now bring in our favorite, our resident cryptocurrency uh, fanatic enthusiast, and his name is Howie Snowden. He is the Godfather. He is in Leesburg, Virginia. What's up, Howie? I'm yeah, just sitting here in Leesburg, not drinking beer from our sponsor since Odie <laughs> oh. never sent it. Behind the but scenes luckily, drama. Luckily, I had my own. So, but yeah, I've got some uh, Left Hand Brewing Company Milk Stout Nitro. Can't go wrong with that. You can't. 
Unless you don't like milk state nitro, nitro, nacho. Wow. I always said nacho, milk stout nachos. <laughs> three minutes in, soggy. Already but good. mispronouncing multiple <laughs> words. How strong is this wit beer? Hey, I didn't look at my my percentage. I'll look at that in a minute. But first, I want to bring in uh, our last, but certainly not least, compatriot here. He is. Uh, I think it's been a little while since he's actually been on a a public roundtable show, but he has been a somewhat regular feature on our Conspiracy Corner episodes, exclusively for Lions of Liberty Pride members. Don't forget to head on over to lionsofliberty.com/support to learn more about that. He is from the city of brotherly love, JB Lubin. Welcome back. Wow, thank you, Mark. Thanks for having me, guys. It's nice to be back, you know, in the studio. It sounded like you had a, a mini orgasm when I when I welcomed you back. I just heard a little, uh, uh. <laughs> oh, I'm, I, I'm sure you did. <laughs> Confirmed. Jamie, by the way, I, 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 do you read all the emails on the email chain we have going around? You, know, you rarely ever comment on anything, so I don't know if you just like, well, just like since, eh, ain't got time. Well, ever since it's been drowned in Bitcoin talk and crypto talk, I've been, I've fallen away a little bit, but you know. I know. I always used know to he's at there. the very least until it became a Bitcoin forum. So, <laughs> should we have crypto and non-crypto chains now so that JB doesn't lose his mind? Well, don't get me wrong. I have nothing against <laughs> crypto personally. I just not in a position to be investing in it right now. So you know, yeah. It, I honestly it, it does still no save it for a wedding. I still don't like the idea of calling buying crypto investing because I would never tell someone that wants to invest money to buy a single cryptocurrency personally. I would tell people that are interested in gambling and then find the subject and find cryptocurrency interesting to do so. Uh, like uh, to me, any at this point still anything I put into a cryptocurrency, I assume goes to zero. I, I've already spent it as far as I'm concerned. So anything else is a bonus. I, I remember Just, you were very anti it when when it first started to bubble into the into the list serve. Yeah, I remember I was anti it or anti at least getting into it back in like episode whatever it was, uh, 13 or 14 of this program, uh, four or five years ago when it was like nine bucks. And boy, do I wish I bought just like five bitcoins then or something. Yeah. Don't sure. we all? Don't we all? Um, but anyway, what's going on, guys? I have no plan because this show is unscripted, unplanned. What's on everybody's mind? I can say you what's on to my ask mind. Me what I'm drinking. You're right. See, this is why you're here. Because I'm already drunk. I drank half this beer already, and it's it's uh, what six point five percent. I'm a lightweight. I, I really want to say because I'm showing off tonight. I actually have two drinks. Ooh, big man yeah. takes Ooh. a few months off and wants to show off to the world with his drinking prowess. Exactly. So I've got a, a victory, a Black Forest Stout, local brewery. If you guys aren't uh, familiar with it out on the West Coast, I'm not. Uh, I used to drink Victory of Penn oh, State yeah, all the time. Um, yeah, it's pretty old. And uh, I got a little uh, glass of Talisker 10, you know, Isle of Sky, just to keep me going. Pretty old, JB. Yeah. Come on, man. For those for, for those wondering, yes, JB is an 85-year-old uh, black man wearing a, a, a sweater <laughs> with patches on the elbows right now. We met, we met him when he was shining shoes at a local subway station. And we said, come with us. <laughs> hey, you like liberty? Learn the what ways of liberty. What an adventure story that would be. Do you guys know if they still make Gold Crown? Gold Crown? Is that whiskey? <laughs> gold Crown is... Think, no. They haven't made Gold Crown since we bought all of it up and used it yeah. in college. Like, gold I think Crown is literally the worst gone. beer anyone has ever had. It tastes like piss. It's. I think it was literally, I'm not joking, like $4 for a 24-pack. $4? <laughs> oh, no. Right there, we, we got one worse than that. America's best. We tried best. to find Gold Crown again because it was at least serviceable. American? And, uh, no, even worse. I found one when I was doing our beer buying called Royal Crown, and I was like, "Ah, it's in the same gold cans. Maybe it's a <laughs> maybe it's like a sibling of of Gold Crown." But it was so bad. It was literally you buy a case of them, 
and you'd open them up and you'd pour them like we'd use them for beer pong, pour them into the cups and the beers would be different colors Wow! from the same case. I, I shit you not. They would be like, that one's a light beer. That one's a, a robust ale. It was like, what the, I don't even know what the fuck they're so putting you know in the It's worse than regular gold crown. One night we didn't have anything to drink and like the stores were all closed. I remembered there were a few gold crowns like in the freezer and they were totally frozen so I boiled, boiled up some water <laughs> through the cans of gold crown in the boiling water so I could uh, melt the ice and be able to drink them. And that was awful. <laughs> Basically, if the word crown is in your beer, you should probably stay away. But a true, but you know what? A true, uh, a good tale for the, you know, the indomitable human right. strength that exists within you, Howie. <laughs> I do want to mention, by the way, I mentioned the name at Brickstone Brewery, uh, our good friend Kyle Evans, who sent us these beers. I want to encourage you all to go check out BrickstoneBrewery.com and check out his stuff because I'm enjoying this APA so far. How's the, uh, was it the forbidden, the forbidden wheat you got, Brian? Yeah, <laughs> dude, the forbidden, the forbidden These beers wheat. are working, Kyle. We can't say a forbidden damn word over wheat. here. It's, <laughs> no, it's damn yeah, good. So I, I, thank I am you enjoying very this. Much, Kyle. This is flavorful. Really is an APA it. like an IPA? I have no idea. No, it doesn't taste like India one. Pale Ale versus American Pale Ale. American Pale Ale is nowhere near as just oh. like bitter. Yeah, there's less hops. A lower yeah. hop profile, they would say. Yeah, what do they call it? There's like that monitoring thing that they rate shit by. IBUs. IBUs. Yeah, that's lower than the IBU scale. And they made they make it in Illinois that bankrupt shithole. There you go. That's Sounds a transition. Like a Democrat for you. Are we transitioning to talking about Illinois? <laughs> What are we? Tra- oh, about shitholes. Oh, shitholes. <laughs> we haven't talked about shithole gate, have we? Because that would probably be normally something you'd cover on uh, ELL with the current events stuff. But um, you had to. Yeah, normally, but yes, I haven't had a all chance the hoopla. With all you the had hoopla, to so. have an hour and a half throw down drag out. Not really. I'm exaggerating very much. So with uh, Owen Benjamin, he's he's throwing down and dragging out with with the fucking world. But I fucking love it. The dude is straight fire. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was entertaining. I enjoyed it. I, I, I think what I what I enjoyed the most of it, if I can say so myself, is uh, the uncomfortableness of having to have to friend your friend as like not the worst person in the world, uh, while also like <laughs> agreeing while still disagreeing yeah. with him. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's difficult. It, it puts you in a very awkward position. You can just say I completely disagree disagree <laughs> with him, but I know it's hard. Like to me, it's terrible. It's terrible and so pervasive that anybody thinks that it's okay to give fucking hormone blockers to children, and he thinks that. So to me, it's hard to not judge somebody, but I guess what if you pulled fucking 10 of our progressive friends out here our mutual friends uh you know half of them would probably agree oh it's a, it's a person's right i don't know oh, so totally. you know we'd have no friends if we did, weren't friends of people we disagree with right exactly and it's it's going down the road of the concept where you go i'm not gonna damn someone as a friend which this is I mean, i'm not gonna be like one of those goddamn progressives who throws out friends because they disagree with them on uh, uh one key issue you know there's there's greater abundance to the friendship there's greater depth to the friendship than that and more issues to be discussed you know if one person doesn't like one thing and you disagree greatly on one thing to say well they're no longer my friend i can never view them unless they're like i fuck babies you know well that's next that's what you guys talked about you that's what's coming next i'm not okay with that yeah but in general, like just because he believes that and he has his reasoning behind why he, I'd love to that, hear his reasoning because we never got into that on, on your well, interview with him. I no, we I didn't get into it with and him. I'm, I'm going to project didn't really upon, challenge that statement at all. Like it, yeah. it's well, it well, it was we didn't really get into it in my show. It was like one of those things that was lost in the conversation, and I didn't stop to halt to like attack that point because you know when you're just having a conversation, there's stuff you'd say. Okay, well you mean to talk about it, but then you get onto something else where you respond to it. Well, luckily, point. Owen Benjamin so, wasted no time in well, attacking it. I, I think that was good on your part. 
Brian, you should have let him talk and gave him his his time to say what he said. And now we can dissect it, you know? If you were interrupting and shouting him down, then we wouldn't have anything to talk about now, would we? Exactly, man. It's good to give people a platform so you know exactly what they think, so you can formulate, you know, a proper response to it. Right, and also it's just there's no... And I said this in the forum today. We were talking a little bit about it in the Owen Benjamin episode. Like his, you know, he is bombastic. He's like in your face. You know, this is it. And if you don't like it, fuck you. I, for me, I'd like to. I'd like to talk to people about it. I would like. To, I'd rather have a conversation, even though it's impossible ninety percent of the time when dealing with progressives. But if I can, I'd rather have a conversation and try to find some middle ground and move from there, rather than being like, "You're an idiot. You're wrong. Here's why you're wrong." Because that's even if you're right, if you take that tact with people and you're like fuck you, you're a moron, they're immediately going to go, well, I, I'm just doing, I'm going to disagree with you in general just as a rule because you're coming at me in that fashion. It's like an automatic response of that rebound effect of this being like, you're attacking me, so go fuck off. Yeah, I've never known that to work. It is an odd thing to hear uh, no. Brian be the one in the conversation who's trying to reel in his uh, more bombastic, <laughs> more outrageous uh, discussion, uh, I don't want to say opponent, partner, whatever. What do you call someone yeah. you talk to? My Your partner, partner in yes. conversation. I've been podcasting for four years. I have no idea what guests are called. Oh, they're called guests. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. A breakthrough. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like similar to. I got a lot of criticism uh, and praise, but a lot some criticism uh, for my interview with Sam Cedar. Uh, you know, about a year or so ago, who's a progressive. Who uh, you know, I, he has had a lot of debates and conversations with other libertarians. So I thought it would be good to bring him on. And I didn't bring him on as libertarian Sam Cedar. I didn't bring him on as, and I never introduced the show as. This is a debate about libertarianism it's a conversation and when you have a conversation part of that is letting someone else talk i did challenge him in certain areas but i didn't want the like every almost everything he said i disagree with so i and i mean there's there's a few areas we sort of agree with in principle but then when you get into the nitty-gritty you're like wait a minute we don't we're not even talking about the same thing here but you know the point of i I have an hour on the on skype with a guy i'm not going to spend it all doing nitpicking about every single statement i want to hear what he thinks and you know challenge a little bit but generally it's about letting the guests talk and we have other forums to talk like here like in the lions of liberty forum like in the bonus segments we'll do one another one today uh for lions liberty pride members we have tons of forums to let ourselves get our opinions out so i if i'm gonna lean towards letting the guests get more of their opinions out when they have when they're taking their time to be on my show or our show you know right as it as it should be or unless it's announced ahead of time like look uh, if you want to come on and you believe this, we can we can have a knockout. Sure, and I'm open to doing that too. If you want, you know that's fine. But you know that wasn't my point with Jake right. or Owen. And you know Owen's a guy I've been wanting to get on the pod for a while, so I was glad this triggered it. And now you know we had a good time. We talked forever. I mean, we talked for now like your two best hours, including the bonus segment, <laughs> just like you yeah. drafted him for. <laughs> and now we're pen pals. So uh, so yeah, he, sure he's carving you letters on a, was, a wooden was, tablet that he just chopped down a tree. <laughs> carving carving my name into his stomach skin. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, <laughs> Call that me seems like Brian. a good transition. Oh yeah, I was trying to transition to shithole. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk. Some, let's talk some shitholes. Oh, I, I just it. think it's like the all the reaction. To this is so so fucking funny, man. And I, you know, it's like I was listening to Dave Smith's pod the other day, and and it just was I was cracking up because he made a good point. He goes, you know, if you said any of these asshole Americans who are like, you're like, how how dare you call Haiti a shithole or any of these places a shithole? If you're like, okay, look. Bad news. Your company's transferring you to Haiti for like three months. You know, how long until the oh. word shithole comes oh, up? Oh, forget that. Uh, imagine someone in L.A. being told they're being transferred to Alabama. They would call it a fucking shithole. Right, yeah. 
Yeah. They would call, I've heard these things. They look so down on other parts of the United States, but if someone suggests that another country is a shithole, which we don't even know if it's true, by the way, but whatever, that's a side note. Let's just assume it's true, because whatever, I can totally see him saying Wait, it. Wait, we don't, we don't know that if Haiti is a shithole or not. It's <laughs> we it's, don't know it's, if... It's true. We don't know if Trump <laughs> said it, is what we don't know. Oh, okay. I thought that we well, at least, the, at least the shithole got a good washing a few years ago. Oh, boy. But um bum too soon to the extent that haiti is a quote-unquote shithole and i'm not saying you know i i want to accept haitian immigrants who are trying to find a better life and and flee a place that's difficult it's for several reasons most of which is because the united states has propped up monarchies and shitty fucking governments there for years notably so well not i'm not just clinton i'm gonna say clinton because they did a bunch of stuff but in in the bush administration the first bush administration even my dad's in the military he went to haiti on a a mission uh that he's only able to speak about in, in very small sound bites but you know they were supporting bad governments there for decades so you know if you're looking at, at answers for why certain countries are, are rough off economically which means they might look like shitholes in certain places you can usually point to u.s foreign policy and meddling in a lot of, a lot of the times or a, a shitty government of their own on their end the, the clintons are are especially guilty though after oh, stealing millions of dollars after the disaster there just you know, funds that people thought were going to go and help these people. Well, they just yeah, them and Y Club. Well, they also and- put regular Haitians out of business by flooding the country with. Did did White Claw steal Probably. funds from Haiti? Yeah, he was down there doing a bunch of shit and like you know raising money for them. And then there's all sorts of lawsuits because they're like, uh, "Where's the money, White Claw?" Wasn't he going to run to be president there or something too? That's what oh, he said. I don't yeah. got your money. I spent <laughs> it all on the ganja. Actually, considering the fact that he raised all this money and then stole it, he would have been a fantastic president. Get, there was also why Cliff should go on Felony Friday to talk about this. Hillary's good friend that got arrested trying to uh, smuggle children across the border. There, that they, her State Department got released. Well, that who was that? They tried, tried to smuggle children. You would know Haiti about that if you listen to our Pizza Gate. No, episode. we were we. We spoke about this. I don't think yeah. you were part of the Pizzagate no, conversation. No, no, like Laura Silsby or something. I'm just that, that does actually sound right. <laughs> If, Laura if Silsby, not, I believe if, that's it. Laura Silsby, if you're someone yeah. else and not this woman who is stealing children, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, there might be more than one. Don't just go, you know, yelling at every Laura Silsby. But, uh, let's see. Yeah, there's probably crazy. more than one. See Laura Silsby drop she, out of the pride. God damn it! She was a twenty-five dollar yeah, member. Laura Silsby was convicted of like a child smuggling through a uh, a Haitian charity connected to the Clinton Foundation. Naturally. Yeah. Now we did discuss that at length. Hillary State Department got her out of jail. Yes, we discussed all of this in our Pizzagate episode of Conspiracy Corner. Again, exclusive to Lions of Liberty Pride members. I encourage you to check it out. There's more to this stuff than meets the eye, and it's not necessarily related to pizza, but it is related to some some weird stuff. That's for sure. I, I can't even talk. That was like the the weirdest episode I ever had to record. It, it, I felt dirty even talking about the, the kind of stuff we were uncovering in that one. I did feel dirty too. I went in with a steadfast steadfast disbelief and came out needing like six. Yeah, J- I like JB on Conspiracy Corner because he's like our, our resident skeptic. But by the end of most of them, except for Flat Earth, by the end of most of them, he's pretty much on board. <laughs> Definitely. Because there's truth to a lot of the stuff. There really is. A lot of conspiracies are around for a reason. Flat Earth, I don't know why it's around, but, you know, mostly to, you know, give us It's not fodder. round. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, up, but up, champ. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, JB, what are your what yeah. are your thoughts on Shithole Gate? Well, I certainly think it's overblown, most certainly, but... I mean, it's not nice. It's definitely not nice. <laughs> no one's going to argue you know, it is. It's just kind of like adding fuel to the fire, and it. I'm kind of conflicted. Actually, no, I'm not conflicted. I don't care. 
Because these types of things are <laughs> That's right. I these don't types care of things either. are said all the time in closed doors. All the time. It was a closed door situation. And I was thinking about like, yeah, maybe the president should have some more decorum intact when dealing with, you know, foreign nationals and, you know, other nations being our head of state and all, which is why I'm kind of conflicted. But I can't honestly say I haven't said things similar to that or worse to that behind closed doors, knowing that it won't be on record to come back and bite me in the ass on Twitter and ABC and CNBC and all these networks that are taking this as an advantage to, you know, just put another black mark on this president. And I frankly think he doesn't. Yeah, exactly. He does enough legitimate terrible shit that we don't need to continuously make up and overblow things i think that's my position on it but i think this stuff i think he does it on purpose i think it's a distraction i think there's like real things you think you think he did that on purpose meaning you think he purposely leaked this which i did hear to kind of rile up his base because his base would like something like that between that and the tweets and things i think they're doing a lot of stuff behind the scene that don't have to do with these nonsense outrages and no one's paying attention to what is actually going on or what actually matters. Well, I'm asking you, and do you think he did this on purpose? Meaning he said this with the sole intention of it getting out to have some type of, you know, purpose. I, I cer- just nebulous I cer- political cer- game. I certainly type think of it's thing. certainly think it's possible. It's possible. You don't think yeah, it's I could, true. I could buy that. Possible is kind of wishy-washy. Tell me if you think it's well, <laughs> yes or no. I, I'm I, just, I don't, JP I wants a definitive on this. I just want to see where you stand. I'm really curious. JP, I'm, I don't I'm, think it's intentional. Not, I'm not saying this in particular, but a lot of the crazy tweets have been coming out recently. It's my opinion that I think a lot of this is to distract from some other things, like the uh, over year long investigation that's been going on by the Inspector General of the Department of Justice and the FBI. Um, some things Congress has become privy to some of that today, and it sounds like it's a big fucking deal. And a lot of heads of uh, these federal organizations might be getting a whole lot of trouble. And I think they've been doing a lot of this stuff kind of quietly because the media is so focused on, oh, he called Haiti a shithole. Did you see what he tweeted? He said this and that. And it's just all this nonsense. I mean, I'm granted, it, right, it's not the best thing to say, but, you know, he's just talking to a bunch of scumbag congresspeople. Yeah, it's but this like, type of stuff I get over really quickly because ultimately it doesn't matter. There's like the stuff so that does matter. It matters nothing. This. What matters is him helping the Saudis fucking commit a genocide in Yemen. That matters. No one gives a shit. They don't yeah. care if you bomb shitholes or starve the people in a shithole. They just care if you use bad language. Well, you know why progressives and uh, people don't care about that is because Obama started that. So it's just a continuation of a policy. So if you if they want to go down now, most of them probably don't know that. But if you want to go down that rabbit hole, it doesn't lead to Trump is bad. It leads to the system is bad. It leads to the, this is consistently bad. And that's not a conversation most of them seem to be willing to have. Uh, I did have success getting a friend of mine to actually admit because I broke it down. I talked about the Yemen thing and how, look, the policies that matter, uh, Obama was either worse or they're basically the same. Like immigration is actually, you know, rhetorically Trump is worse but statistically Obama was worse so the policies aren't that different and he's like you know no th- you're right the the reason I hate Trump is because he's an asshole he's a piece of shit he's an p- asshole and I don't like his and it's his, so I'm like yeah so it's a personality thing he's like yeah I'm like cool that stuff's never gonna bother me I mean I'm like personality stuff is not what's going to get me riled up one way or another. It's the fucking laws that gets passed, the uh, the presidential dictates that come through. That's the stuff I'm going to look at and care about. Uh, personality stuff is a, is a bullshit sideshow. Who cares? Yeah, but remember, like you know, when George W. Bush got elected, 
because people are like, oh, you know what? He's, he's likable. It's like I could get a beer with him. It's like that should not be something that you consider when you're electing a president. But that was a like I remember that stat coming out or that that factoid coming out in the 90s where that's what people really liked about him. And they voted for him based upon that. Just because he seemed like a guy they could get a beer with, I was like, and they said Al, Al Gore so was a stupid it's saxophone, you know, wild womanizing ways. It's it is it's it's popularity counted to a certain extent, but generally, this is why Trump is so grating to people. Normally, the president being the quote unquote head of state is also somewhat of a, a figurehead of America, and people want to look at that person as someone who's likable, like a kind of Captain America ish figure. Imagine if Captain America was a huge fucking asshole and everyone hated him. It wouldn't matter how many Dude, Nazis I love he punched that. in the like, face. I would like love Tony, it. I loved, like I Tony lo- Stark. Yeah. You mean like Tony Stark? Yeah, that's basically it, it, Tony have, Stark. To be but Captain America, so you have to be though, strong people... and likable. Likable is important to people. I'm not saying anything. necessarily yeah, that be. that should be the case, but it most certainly is. Yeah. It, Any, I agree. Anything but that you know makes a mockery It's awesome that he's... Sorry. No, no, it's, it's awesome that he is get, that he is making a mockery of it because I, I made this point like a while ago. I think it's ridiculous that people are looking to the president as like, I want my president to represent me and represent our country. Represent. He's like, you shouldn't. He shouldn't represent you. You're your own person. There's no reason that you should be viewed as this godlike figure that, that speaks for all Americans because he fucking doesn't. So stop pretending that he does. Stop pretending that daddy is going to go out and uh, stand on the front porch and make your house look nice. I think you're seriously like underestimating the human nature and the the necessary feeling to have a chief and someone who, you know, will take care of you. Like, we should go into this in depth one time about like what my thoughts about like human evolution and sociology kind of blends into why we have the type of societies and governments we have. This it's is, like that's, part and this, parcel the, the place with how is the now. I just opened another functions. beer. You, you, we need that figurehead. It's kind of like that alpha male type of thing with social group creatures. And that's what the president is. And It's it's a big lie, though, and it always has been. Well, it, it, it always has Kirk, been, and it Kirk. always is. It, it even is in Wolves and Monkeys. The alpha male well. can get its... His throat ripped out if every other male in the pack decides to turn on him, but no one ever does. There's a reason that yeah. they don't, though. Because the curtain never gets pulled back like it's being pulled back now. I love whenever these politicians are exposed for the corruptness and the just everything about them. They're this all of these offices should be made a mockery of. No one should listen to them. No one should look up to them. They are now and have always been pieces of shit. Yes, and we should yes, have been 100% correct, them. Howie. Exactly. But they're, it's human they're built nature to serve to a function. So. They should not be viewed as godheads. They're fucking functional. They're supposed to just be serving a function, and that function is to serve citizens, not be viewed as this, you know, like you're saying, this alpha male tip of the spear that represents all of America in these matters. I think they're supposed to represent us, not steal from us and screw us over and fucking just feed their own power and ego. I just want to make perfectly clear here guys you do understand that i agree with what you both are saying 100 percent. no no i know i'm just saying that's just not how people work fundamentally yeah but it's more fun when we pretend to argue okay <laughs> <laughs> we're so, all if you guys haven't noticed <laughs> with the years and years that you guys have been doing this you are pushing a rock uphill and that hill is like <laughs> human nature and kind of like ingrained this is why this is why what what we all seem to embrace and think is so simple and clear is actually kind of muddled and difficult. 
Absolutely. No, I agree. I don't understand it because I'm a human and it's not my nature. And yeah, like, but what the fuck is wrong with people? Human nature doesn't mean every human. It means exactly. like seventy to eighty percent of humans. And there's always exactly. going to be outliers and people that are different. But you're, you're there a is a lot of human anomaly. Nature. You're something I would disregard from my data set and publish we all my are. paper. It makes <laughs> no like difference. Well, and it's also gotten worse because the proliferation of television, where you see the president constantly, everything they're doing is on display. Now people, re- it reinforces the identity of people saying, "Oh, he is out there representing us." I see him. I'm doing it. I'm watching the speeches. I'm seeing the photos. I'm seeing everything documented. So it's becoming worse, not better over time. No, I think it's definitely gotten better. We don't think he was ordained by God like we would have in like the 1500s. Who was president in the 1500s? As opposed to when the country originated, though, people weren't looking to the president as like, He's the man who's going to take care of all of our worries. Oh, okay. You know, I, he's I the best guy in the now. world. I They're, thought you just meant yeah. general, like ruler type of interaction. Oh no, not a, not as opposed yeah. to like Japan's emperor or anything like that. They think yeah, he I mean, is God. Is that right in Japan? Not ordained by God, like the emperor is a god. Is that I, correct? I, the like, emperor is a god. Is. Although, did he abdicate the throne? Was he like, guess what? I'm not God anymore. I don't. Gotta go I fuck don't know, some Brian. They tried to like uh, put a lot of that on George Washington, but he's like, nope, nope. Just a dude. I'm right. leaving. I'm going home. But the people wanted him. Exactly. The people that's, wanted that's him to be to do. like JB's saying. They wanted him to be this big thing, and he wouldn't do it. And he rejected it like like he should have. Yeah. Well, he's a man of principle that we don't get very often. Never told a lie. And so is Donald <laughs> Trump. I also love, uh, I heard some people at work today, as you know, I'm in L.A., so everyone at work loves Obama and loves, you know, that side of things and hates Trump. It's just it's just the way life is for most people. And uh, I heard somebody say, oh, man, you know, David Letterman has this new show and his first episode he had Obama on. And all I could think was, man, I just miss you. I miss you so much. I just wish you were here. And all I could think was, what the fuck do you miss? A personality on TV? What policy do you th- was different that you love so much that is so different now? What do you fucking miss? Do you miss a fucking genocide in Yemen that he started and helped the Saudis begin that is now continued under Trump? So there's no fucking difference there? Do you miss his mass deportations, his deportations that were way higher than they are now? What do you miss? Tell me what you fucking... I didn't say any of this, by the way. I'm just saying it to you guys because I just don't... I avoid conflicts at work but yeah do you miss do you miss his ramping up the racial did, tensions in america do you it must, appreciate it must his department of justice it abuses? must have been his awesome economy <laughs> how uh, maybe they missed the constant spying that he allowed to happen and put into place and then lied to all yeah. of them remember did, when the greatest spying program of all in the world history was uncovered under obama anybody remember that remember when he fucking dealt dealt weapons to drug cartels does anybody not remember this remember when he overthrew a, a dictator a, granted a dictator in libya a bad dictator and now they have fucking literal slavery of blacks in that same fucking country because of the people and the chaos that was created from that anybody remember this no they don't because it's not on fucking cnn Seems like fake news. <laughs> Bam! Weren't there some fake news awards recently? That seems like something we could talk about right after our commercial break, because Brian McWilliams here has some few words to tell you about today's sponsors. Hey guys, you might remember that I recently said that this is the libertarian moment, and that we need more people to stand up and run for office. Now, if you're tired of watching Liberty erode and you plan to stand up and run for office, I want you to call on a team that has over 20 years experience, Global Alliance Communications. They specialize in data analytics, identifying and mobilizing voters. They offer live voter outreach, data acquisition, compliance, recorded messages, text messaging with full social media touchpoints and teletown halls. 
Campaigns of all types and sizes are encouraged to reach out, and you can find out more by visiting their website at www.gacigroup.com or email info at gacigroup.com. I'm sure you guys saw the uh, Trump tweeted out the link to his fake news awards the other night. It was he posted on this GOP website and for like an hour I was trying to read the article, but so many people are going to it. They like crashed the site. So, but anyways, surprise, surprise. I couldn't believe that uh, Paul Krugman actually got the number one biggest fake news piece. And, you know, the rest of them were a bunch of nonsense, bullshit stories. The media's put out this year. But I think the biggest thing to me was this article I saw today saying how Trump's fake news was a bunch of crap because we retracted those stories pretty soon afterwards. (laughs) It's like, yeah, because the damage isn't done and all these fucking idiots don't instantly believe. And then also, you know what? I I can't stand that when they're like, well, you know what? We corrected it later. It's like, doesn't matter because like, look at Joy Reid, for example. She is maybe the biggest imbecile on television, but she tweets out to millions of followers regularly completely false Did information. Did you see what she said about David and French, I, by the way? No. Yeah, no, you know exactly. what I'm talking That's about. What I was just thinking what of today. What did you tell us? I don't yeah, know. Exactly. Maybe the audience doesn't yeah, yeah, you know. You what talked it, about it, Mark. I, I skimmed the article, but. Well, David French is like an economist, kind of like maybe he's been on the Tom Woods show. He's kind of like uh, I would say, like conservative, libertarian-ish economist type. Yeah, and yeah. um. Basically, uh, jo- Joy Reid said to him that, um, let's see, she that it would be he th- that David French believes that it would be he would be okay with nuclear war if it kills Democrats and minorities. That was what she said. Right, that's her word for word. No, that's not word for word. I'm trying to find the word. Was on your. <laughs> I'm oh, so oh, working okay. on that. That's well, that David was, French that saying section, what she you said. Got, you basically got it. You basically got it. And what David French's article was actually about was trying to tell people, look. Uh, you know, nobody wants nuclear war, but you'll probably be okay. Like, it's going to, you know, if they hit the city center, even if it hits dead center, if you're in your house, go in your basement, it's not like in the movies in Terminator 2 where it just vaporizes everything. If you have a lot of walls between you, if you're in your basement, you're probably going to survive, really, unless you're directly under the impact. Yeah, yeah, I've heard and that. He, th- that was the point of the article. Wait, so we don't need to worry about nuclear war? <laughs> well, <laughs> no, no. No, no. Well, <laughs> you clearly do. But you still like there's. Like, oh, and because he's talking about like balance. New York and L.A., he, that's where she's taking it to like, well, you must not care about Democrats right. and minorities. Yeah, I was reading it's something right. about and, and, when we dropped the bombs on Hiroshima and Nagasaki that some people like got away with no burns because they were wearing like extra pairs of pants for Christ's sakes. Yeah, it's yeah. Like if you're not right in the center of it, you're not. I mean, there's like if there's stuff between you and the blast, it's more the radiation. Yeah, that the gets radiation. You yeah, it's not even the initial blast. So just wear and, sweatpants. Uh, and let's also saying. remember the Japanese like paper walls. Let's be uh, <laughs> let's be cognizant of that. Oh boy! So I podcast. They're for, pretty, but they're not good in a nuclear attack. I podcast from the basement. So if DC gets struck with a nuke, I'll be down in my basement bringing it to you live. Still, don't worry. <laughs> the, oh, Liberty, I'm sure internet service will just remain the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> But 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 tying into the point I was trying to make though, it's not just because that's the thing. It's not. It's like the misreporting, but it's also because in the age of social media and the age of Facebook, people just read the initial stupid headline or the comment and they retweet it twenty thousand times before anybody goes, "Hey, hold on, 
That's all bullshit. And that shit doesn't, it doesn't disappear when you retract it. It's still up there. The headline's still there. The story's still being shared. People still see the misinformation for days and days and they believe it and then they don't bother to, re- to read it. It's all about the headline. They, they and know, they're doing PR for a living. People, I know this. They know people just read the headlines and a lot of times they'll have the truth in the article, but it's like 10 paragraphs down, one line, like, well, yeah, actually, at blah, the very blah, bottom. Blah. How many days did like CNN and the media at large mock Trump for suggesting he was spied upon? Uh, during his campaign and during um, his lead up to uh, being sworn in. And, uh, you know, now that's a, essentially a fact. I mean, maybe he wasn't wiretapped in the way that he like, – it's not a literal fact. Like, that's the thing with Trump. He doesn't say necessarily literal facts, but he says things that are generally true. And what most people that criticize it don't get is most people in real life will tend to flow where things – where they see things as generally true. They don't care if Trump builds a wall. They care if Trump is on their side. And he shows he's on their side by saying things like – I build a wall. So at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. They need to feel he's on our side. So when he says something that's generally true, like Obama spied on me, maybe he called it wiretapped. But we now know Obama spied on him. How many days has there been headlines saying Obama spied on Trump? I'm going to guess zero, except maybe on Fox News well, or something. Well, we're, we're going to be hearing but, a lot more about that now that the uh, Inspector General report is coming out. The Congress was – well, first the Intel Committee was given a classified report. And they voted today to disseminate it to the whole Congress. They're like, all the Congress people need to know what was going on. And Congressman uh, Matt Getz, I think his name was, was on TV tonight saying what he read is like so shocking. He wants this all to be released to the public immediately. This is the biggest story going on. And we're going to find all about how Obama spied on his political opponents with this made-up Russian nonsense that they created with the steel dossier that they paid for. But Howie, he dances on Ellen and is cool with David Letterman. So why should we care about this stuff? Well, we'll see if people do even do care when it comes out. I mean, shit, I thought when the Edward Snowden revelations came out, people would actually give a fuck, but apparently not. No, apparently not. And I, here's my question. If Obama gets ousted and it really, it really uh, comes out and he goes to jail, which prison gang does he join? Because he's halfway half. Will he go to jail? <laughs> I felt like he will not go to jail. Some type of like lifetime immunity or something like that. And they, pro- I'm sure they do. Well, they go somebody to, else is going to pardon them. Usually, I bet yeah. Trump would pardon Obama. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm not even joking. Like, maybe he not. probably no, would. He wouldn't. Yeah, that, that would be that would be bad optics for his base. So probably would. It wouldn't. It wouldn't surprise me if he did it on the last day. Maybe he he shouldn't pardon Hillary though. She wasn't a president. He wouldn't do it while president, but he might do it when he's on his last day of his last term. Wouldn't what, shock Hillary? me. Would not shock me. Well, whatever. Her prison is going to be the most uh, luxurious prison <laughs> in the world anyway. You know, it's going to be like... Patients like around arrest, the world the will just beg to live years. in Hillary's prison. They already do. They already do. <laughs> you're gonna be, That's Hillary, Haiti. you're going to be... In the most beautiful burlap lined cell, uh, it'll be wonderful. Will they have spirit cooking in her prison? you damn right they will. They'll smuggle in a spirit cake for her. Oh, God. Learn, learn, because you clearly haven't listened to our pizza cake conspiracy corner episode. Go back. Brian, you got to join the pride so you can get access to all this. Ah, shit. I got to pay in. (laughs) I'd join the pride. But yeah, it's like just the whole thing. I mean, look, the, look, we don't even need to go deeply into the whole Russia thing because that's just so insane. And then, oh, you know, some of the false news, I'm looking at these. The one where, oh, I love this story. The the fake news story where CNN edited the goddamn video of Donald Trump and, and uh, the Japan prime the minister. Fish, yeah. And it says that Donald Trump, like, he dumps the, the fish food out into the lake and it's like, a idiot. complete dickhead. And then, 
And meanwhile, the Japanese prime minister did it yeah, first. The same way, because that's how you feed those fish. <laughs> yeah, that's how you do it. It's just so crazy. But, but anyway, the whole Russia thing still is going on. There's still nothing there. And they just, that's been going on for fucking an entire year. Today, there's, I mean, today, my God. today they were saying that like Russia funneled money to the NRA to help Trump. <laughs> right. Yeah. We'll see, we'll see the correction on page 10 of that next week. You, you know what the sad part of this is? I want a combative media. I want a combative populace that's combative towards the president. So I, like, in part of me, like, wants to like this, but it's it's so non-substantive. It's so distracting. It has It's all about personality and fucking literal fake news. A friend of me got mad because I used the term fake news the other day. He's like, don't use that term. I'm like... Hey, idiot, CNN made that term up. <laughs> Trump just fucking took it. Like, that's how fucking yep. he does, that's how he rolls. Like, you know, he'll take your term and spin it back to you. And, and they are fake fucking news. So is Fox News. Like, everyone hears, you know, someone, and I say everyone, I'm talking about people that live in Los Angeles, which is mostly progressives. Um, they will, they will you hear you say the term fake news and say, oh, yeah, you're against CNN. I'm like, no, I'm, I'll use it for everybody. Fox is fake too. But, you know, they're not the opposition party right now, so they're not smearing the president. So that's not what I'm talking about at the moment. It was definitely the other way with Obama, although I don't feel like it was this extreme. I work in such a different environment than you. Like, some people I work with have President Trump's, like, picture on their desk. <laughs> I can't even picture a human being like that in my life. My God, yeah, he's not an attractive man. Yeah, I don't, I don't trust anyone that has a picture of any president in their house, really, to be honest. It's such a random thing. Like, I'm going to put up a picture of somebody I don't know. Maybe if you met him and your friends. Even then, I don't have any pictures of my friends busts around my house. You know, uh, I have Brian McWilliams busts right above my my computer here. It's funny you mentioned that. I was just just saying that I I just, you guys know I recently visited Turkey. And they're By the way, congratulations. I know it's been a few months, but I don't think you've been on the show since you've been engaged. So a public congratulations to Jay. Oh, thank you. On being engaged, he's not married. Yeah, no, no, that, uh, yeah, fifty percent chance it won't even go through. You had to tell, you had to tell for what? You're like, congratulations. You need to tell. Yeah, he's in, I said for being engaged. For. No, you didn't. Well, I, you were talking over me when I said it. So, <laughs> the tail of the tape will prove that. Anyway, Lions saying, of Liberty Party in Turkey founder, for that wedding. But anyway, uh, Mustafa Kemal Ataturk. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of it. I can't. I he's oh, he's actually the, my guest. Uh, he's the, he's the, my the guest Lion next King. week. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's been dead for a while. He was okay, so the founder of the Re- Tur- Republic of Turkey. Simba. Simba's I'm pretty dead. sure almost like probably 80 percent of Turks have a picture of him in their house. The, the hero worship it was kind of startling to me coming from my American perspective. But I can't. I mean, how many people do you think have George Washington pictures? Though I'm sure, but that's do. that's what like, I said. We have a we have a picture of George Washington in our lodge, but that's just because he was a Mason. Of course, he was. <laughs> <laughs> but that's fair, though. Like, I was inside a Mason's lodge recently, by the way, and Howie was not lying. Their rape room is was Howie's. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> was a picture of Howie up there? <laughs> There's a picture of everyone that's been raped oh, in there. Man. <laughs> You son of a bitch. And the secret tunnel out. Mm. I don't think Beautiful. you were supposed to divulge Lined that with velvet. I don't know why you saying raped brought this up, but it, I just I just remember the funniest part of your interview with Owen Benjamin was when he <laughs> talked about people, his comedian friends who aren't represented by anyone. They got nothing better to do. They're perfectly willing to go hunt down people like Jess, like Weissman <laughs> and cut his skin off his face. <laughs> like, oh, face okay. Yeah. yeah All right. That started then. to get it. That went a little too far. No, no, that's when I thought it got really yeah. good. That was the, that, 
This <laughs> really, thing really escalated. That was, the, that was the best part for me. I'm Dude, gonna... you know what though? I was way more uncomfortable listening to the last League of Liberty podcast. Oh <laughs> man, we let's oh, not go. God. We won't yeah. go too far into it because that is exclusively for not only Pride members but uh, people who support any of the League of Liberty podcasts, which include Lava Flow podcast, uh, Johnny Rocket Launchpad, or We Are Libertarians. I won't give anything away uh, in too broad a sense, but let's just say things between Mr. Paxton and Mr. Spangle got, I don't think contentious is even remotely close to a strong enough word. Cat fight. Lion fight. I was just listening in my car and I felt uncomfortable. You're like, can you stop the car and slowly creeped out of it? (laughs) (laughs) Slowly backed away. Like, "Ah, I'm going to go in the Denny's, have a coffee. (laughs) By the way, I just went into my other beer, the Forbidden Wheat. I, I really like this one a lot. I like the APA, but this one, yeah, this really one's good. my well, my favorite of the first two so far. So, I just opened the APA, and uh, I also am a fan. But I'm also a guy that I'm I'm a I'm a, not a dude who likes many hoppy beers. But they say, the APA is actually good. As far it's as very hoppy subtle. There's not I'm like a, super not hoppy. Like, yeah, it's not like punch you in the face. But uh, yeah, I really like the. Uh, I do have a hop skip up next, there. so I'm guessing that one will be a little hoppier. But I, I'm you know I'm open minded. I'm just gonna hear Marco. <laughs> 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 Happy! Oh, it's hopping in my mouth. All right, what else is going on in the world? We got another maybe ten minutes or so oh, of main well, show. I got. We got to talk about. We got to talk about uh, the Jordan Peterson. Oh. Which I don't know. I don't know oh. if JB or Howie has seen it yet. But my God, I'm Jordan orgasming right now on, just thinking back to that video. It was so so good. I'm trying to. Think, was it a British? It's show Canadian. Or was it a I'll, Canadian. I'll, show? I'll find the. News. I mean, the link will be in the show notes. Lionsliberty.com slash three thirty one. But I just. I think if I just yeah, if I just Google Lord news. Jordan Peterson murders, I think I'm going to find it because <laughs> he murdered this woman. Okay, it didn't come up with that, but <laughs> it was it, it was embarrassing how he just destroyed. He kept his calm so so much. This woman clearly went in as all because yeah, we don't all know at this point. All the media is essentially progressive, except for Fox News, who's too conservative. But this one had a clear agenda, and it was to attack Jordan Peterson on his anti, quote, anti-feminist views for her standpoint and anti-trans views and all this shit. And she just came at him with all these stupid gotcha phrases and, and like, misrepresenting his own points to him. And he just laughed it <laughs> off and go, no, I didn't say that. Here's what I said. And here why, here's why it makes perfect sense. And at one point, she literally couldn't said speak. something back to her. I can't oh, no, I, I'll moment. tell you what it was. But he she, said, this is after 20 minutes of her, like, every time he'd say something calmly, she'd say, so you're telling me women are just never going to make it. He's like, no, I didn't say that. <laughs> you're saying women are too yeah, stupid like, to be yeah, he's CEOs. Like, no. He's like, no. Like, every time, I never so said calmly. That. <laughs> and, but he said something that actually I think did hit her at home. He said, no, I think we need to encourage people to like basically about the transgender thing. Why he um supposed he didn't refuse, so he clarified too. He's like, so you refuse to call anybody what they want to be called. He's like, no, I never said that. I said that when the Canadian government is going to pass a law stating you must call people certain things, I'm not going to abide by that law as a law. I'm going to oppose the law. He's also said I will perfectly respect anyone who comes to my classroom and, and says like I want to be called she, and he wouldn't necessarily oppose that. But he's talking about the idea of making something like that law there's respect i don't care if someone wants to be called her i'll call her her like if she, you know whatever i don't care but on a level of law i will i will, I will too I'll, but that wasn't what he stumped her on no no that's no, my build up to it mark <laughs> if someone wants to be called oh, okay. he or she that's fine I'll yeah that whatever like if someone wants me to call them one of those made up like 70 no no zers i'm not doing zer oh I, yeah I, shim i refuse i will not do that exactly no Call me Cat Smurf. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what I identify <laughs> so, as sexually. No, you can he, he or she take your pick. <laughs> Cat Smurf McWilliams. What's up? 
Two choices. <laughs> no, but he basically said, look, the reason we have to allow critical speech and, and speech like that is because that's the only way you can, you can progress on ideas and get to the bottom of things. And then he, what, he, what stumped her is he said, you know, you are using your freedom of speech right now. Like, I, he's like, you're, you're offending me. You're trying to offend me. You're, you're saying things about me that aren't true. You're strawmanning me. So you're using your ability to offend to try to get at the bottom of something. And he says, and oh, I, yeah. I encourage you to do that. That's, that's what we need. You know, I don't agree with you, but. Yeah, that's your right. And he yeah, said, exactly. she just was. Oh, God. Uh, it's like thirty seconds of silence. That's exaggerating. Maybe ten seconds of silence. But she seriously stopped. She's like she stopped and couldn't. And think then of he just laughs. And he goes, ha, like, "I got you there." Me. And she goes, "Yeah, you did get me there." He's like, "What can you She's say like, to that? You what can me. you say you to that?" It's br- I will post a link to that in the show notes, though. It's like a thirty-minute video. It starts off kind of painful, but the more you see him just remain calm and just like calmly just destroy everything she says, it's just it's brilliant. I think he. Sh- I don't think she came around on her point of view, but I think he did get her thinking a little bit towards the end, which is. Well, I was reading this whole like there's some some page I was reading because a buddy of mine that's definitely liberal and a comedian posted the video and I couldn't tell if he was posting it like, look at this guy (laughs) or like, hey, this is interesting. But I went to the page, some meme page, and people were like 90 percent of the people coming into it that are on this page. They were like, wow, like, you know, that was really interesting. And I don't know if I can I can find fault with anything that he's saying. And the only people that were really attacking it were these assholes that were like, like, oh, he's just he's just an idiot. He's a moron. And and people were like, well, okay, why? Why is he a moron? Tell me. And they couldn't. They're like, well, I don't have to tell you. He's just a bigoted asshole. So I think he actually, with that interview, is reaching a lot of people because it's so blatantly obvious that the arguments coming back against him are just based in hyper- hyperbole and gotcha and uh, sensationalistic crap that – it's hard to refute what he's saying. Make people think again. Ooh, that's a good one. There you go. You that's should trademark that sticker. one like Odie just did with uh, Make Liberty Great Again. <laughs> and Pay I up, he, AP! I imagine he did this all. I haven't seen the video yet without calling her a bitch a thousand times. And he did not. Threatening he did her not. life. Nope. I, yes. I imagine it was cool, is, calm, and measured. And it's so good. I can't recommend highly enough watching and this. I'm gonna, he was maybe charismatic, maybe. Things, you know, to you know make people actually want to listen always, to your he, words he and not immediately <laughs> shut off. Those types of things. He always comes across a little I just like, sent the link. Don't watch it now because we're recording a podcast. But I, I wouldn't call Jordan Peterson charming in any way, but he is he comes across as very collected and very, very intelligent and uh, and knowing what he's not a raving about. lunatic. But he's not somebody like he's very good. He's on not a, winning anybody over. He's very as good far on like, Joe you know, Rogan. Yeah. He doesn't come across as a psychopath, but it's uh, he doesn't. He's not like a, a charming. He guy. wins people over with like his logic and reason on certain things, but not through like I'm look at my charisma. But in, in a way that is charismatic. It's a, it's a different kind of it charisma. Is. Yeah, you're you're, you're very yeah, you're true. narrowing the definition a lot. Yeah. It's kind of like charisma comes in different forms. Yeah, that's he has charisma like calm, doesn't have to be right, as shallow charisma. as you're defining it. That's true. I that's I I've lived my life on that shallow <laughs> version of charisma and, and living off that charisma. <laughs> that's me winking a smile, baby. It's got me where I am today. All right, well, one thing I want to get into before we wrap things up here is I want to give an update on 
the progress with the Lions of Liberty Pride because our next goal is to hit $1,000 a month and I'm hoping to hit it. It's, uh, well, it's, it's, let's see, it's January 18th when we're recording this. It'll be like the 21st when y'all listen. Hoping to hit it by February 1st. I know that's a little, uh, you know, a little bold, but we're going to be bold. It's 2018 and we're blowing the fuck up this year. You know, we've been running some great ad campaigns. We've been getting a lot of attention. Our downloads have basically tripled from about a year, year or so ago. So we really are blowing up and we're going to keep doing it. And we want to encourage people to join the pride and let you know our progress. So right now we are taking in $746 a month. And our goal is to get, let's see, another $254 in in monthly pledges by February. If we do that, it will trigger several things. I will buy a plane ticket, and so will Howie, hopefully. So will Brian. So will Odie. We're all invited to Porkfest. So hopefully, and and we will use funds for that stuff. So that's the first one we're going to book up is Porkfest because Roger has Roger Paxson is running Porkfest. He's cordially invited us to be there. And uh, you know, and I think- you better goddamn believe I'm taking some of the funds from our patron program and i'm buying a t-shirt cannon and i'm <laughs> going the, the last day of, the last day of, oh, we will be t-shirt um, cannon if you want to see a t-shirt cannon at pork fest shooting out lions of liberty t-shirts Join the Lions of Liberty Pride today, lionsofliberty.com slash support. Um, I'm very excited about that, I, I, and I will promise I will try to do another blooper reel as well, uh, even though it's painstakingly hard, but uh, I will do that as well. That's my promise. If we hit $1,000, I will go back through some audio and make another blooper reel. Uh, and uh, yeah, I'm very excited about that. There's other events we like to go to as well. Just the sooner we get to that $1,000 level and the, the sooner that uh, we continue to, to grow and take more money in, uh, the sooner we can book up other stuff. So I'd love to go to the Libertarian party national convention that's in new orleans this year um i would love to go to freedom fest in las vegas uh the more and we're not just going to go there you're not just going to pay for us to go have a good time you're paying for us to go there and uh record some podcasts hopefully do some live streams obviously we got to and obviously a lot of that involves new equipment uh equipment to record on the road remotely equipment to stream with so it all depends on on the support we're getting out there and we are i think uh, overwhelmed by the support really i mean if you told me two years ago we'd be taking in like uh, monthly pledges like this i would be just floored because we didn't even have a, a plan to do that back then. I didn't even know how to like set up a PayPal link or a, and we also now have a cryptocurrency link. So we will soon have a donation page up there. Can we plug that, Brian? Think that'll be up by Monday? Yep. I'm going to post the links. I will have then it up by the time go to lionsofliberty.com. So if you want to donate crypto, if you want to donate uh, crypto or you don't want to join the pride, but you want to make a one time PayPal or donation or something like that, you can go over to lionsofliberty.com slash donate. We'll have all that info for you. So. That's the last thing I gotta say. Anybody else? Uh, we have a few, we can do five minutes of uh, last words, whatever wanna, you want. I want to do one one more quick thing. I don't know. We could do this in the bonus, but I think probably it'll be more applicable for the wider audience. But I posted this in the Pride. Did you see now Michigan State? They've got this doctor who was working the Michigan State and just molesting the living shit out of like hundreds of gymnasts over the course of years. Michigan State. I thought. I thought that was the the doctor for like the national team, like the Olympic team. I don't well, know. that's what he went on. Oh, to he do. went on yeah, to. He so went we're talking about the same guy here from Michigan State. Okay, where where a lot of kids were still going through, young people were still going through because you know, and using him as their doctor. So he was, yeah, he was complicit in in uh, molesting kids while at Michigan State. And I was just curious to see if they're going to you know rip down their whole gymnastics program and suspend their scholarships and tear down their statues and uh and you know do all that kind of shit take away wins from the gymnastics gymnastics team for this this man who was clearly associated and this one's a cut and dry case motherfucker pleaded guilty unlike Jerry Sandusky he pleaded innocent and is innocent most likely thoughts <laughs> Uh, I don't know. What am I supposed to think about that? It's, it's horrific. 
Yeah, I'm. I'm still kind of. I'm horrific. still digesting the. It's the first that. I've heard of it, so I'm. I'm yeah. yeah I, I don't well, know. I. I've heard of it, but I. I didn't know he was at Michigan State before. All I heard was that he he molested like actual like or Olympic gymnasts, but. It, it, as as far as Michigan State's uh, blowback from that, I don't think any of that's going to happen. Well, I'm sure it won't, but it just makes you, as a Penn State uh, alumnus, it makes you very, very angry. <laughs> yeah. After what happened to us, it just makes you so pissed off. And then there was silence. Brian's always the first to call out any amount of silence. If you if it's quiet for a second, he's going to it. Wasn't, say it. it was an awkward second. I felt it. He, he's <laughs> no, I felt it. Say, right? I agree. <laughs> I have the same. And now I have to keep it in because it. we now we're talking about it. And this is, you know. Yep. Now it has to be kept in. All right. So what are we wrapping this episode with then? <laughs> well, we, what do we always wrap it with? Our, our catchphrase. We will, I, 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 you know, I want to remind everyone, of course, to listen to Brian McWilliams this coming Wednesday on Electric Liberty Land. You got, do you know what you got coming yet? Or is this going to, you know, wing this one? I do. I do know what yeah, I've got coming. Yeah, preview that? So next, to, this coming up uh, this week is I'm going to have RJ Martinez, Remzo. From the Remsa Republic, he is going to be on with the one and only Roger Paxson from the Lava Ooh. Flow, and we are going to be talking about the latest Star Wars movie. I think enough time has gone now where, you know, if you've seen, you should have seen it. So we're going to talk about the libertarian themes, and I will say, this movie, I'm not going to reveal what it is, but has the most libertarian line in any Star Wars Ooh. film to date. Ooh. I'll have to think about what that is. I don't Hands remember down. them saying taxation is theft. I'll, I'll tell you guys... Maybe we'll touch on Star Wars thoughts area. in the bonus too. We'll see. We'll see. Who knows what we're going to yeah. do? I don't know what we're going to do. We're going to find out in about 30 seconds because that's when we're going to still be recording with each other and still be talking on the bonus show exclusively for Lions of Liberty Pride members. So uh, click on over to Podbean and listen to that. If you're a Pride member, if not, go join the Pride. What are you waiting for? Send us to Pork Fest. Until next time, guys, until this Wednesday with Electric Liberty Land. Of course, don't forget John Odermatt this coming Friday with his weekly look at the broken criminal justice system on Felony Friday. Until next time, guys, live long! Hey guys, this is Roger Paxton, and if you're fed up with the government running every single aspect of your life, but you're not listening to the Lava Flow podcast yet, then what's wrong with you? Check us out at thelavaflow.com, or just go back to sucking up to the government. The Lava Flow podcast, striking the root every single episode. This is Chris Spangle, and I am the host of We Are Libertarians, which you can find in iTunes, Google Play, or at wearelibertarians.com. We are a podcast that brings you all of the irreverence that modern politics deserves by examining current events from a libertarian perspective. So please, check us out at wearelibertarians.com. Hey everyone, the Johnny Rocket Launchpad is Liberty. Each week we strive to bring you the best guests in talk radio. The Johnny Rocket Launchpad delivers weekly interviews of noteworthy politicians, experts, and activists. The Johnny Rocket Launchpad is bringing the party to the Libertarian Party and launching ideas in your direction. Check us out at johnnyrocketlaunchpad.com. You can hear me, Kurt Nelson, and the beautiful Heather Nixon talk about the ideas of liberty, rock and roll.